welcome to this episode of Miracle Rants, where I get to rant, ramble, rave, vent about movies, TV, books, video games, pretty much anything I want. This is where it happens, so I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Give it a listen, and hey, here we go. Hey everyone, I'm a nerd. I'm a girl. I like to rant. This is Stephanie and welcome to Nerd Girl Rants. And hey, it's December 20th, 2019. The year is almost over. The decade's almost over. And it's been a while since I've done an episode. So I thought, hey, um, before the year's out, might as well do an episode on this podcast that I was supposed to do as a continuous thing, but real life kind of just, you know, gets in the way. Um, I guess the one thing that I kind of want to rant maybe rave about is how basically Disney Plus has taken over my entire life. Um, <laughs> since it came out in November, it has been nothing but Disney Plus. Um, what is Netflix is basically my response to some people nowadays. Um, just because right now Disney Plus is cheaper and I, I can't, I honestly, I, I'm only going to kind of subscribe back to Netflix just for the fact that I still need to see um, The Witcher, Irishman, and A Marriage Story. Those are the three things I've been looking forward to and they should be on Netflix now. So, um, although I did read something on Entertainment Weekly that The Witcher is not so hot. That's not so good. So that's not great. Which I feel bad for Henry Cavill. Like, Let's just take a moment before I continue my Disney Plus rant, um, or rave, I don't know which one, I haven't decided yet, because I've got some things to rant about with Disney Plus, but also, i got some things to rave about. Um, but also, let's, let's just talk about Henry Cavill for a minute. The poor man needs a break, um, because this whole thing about him still being Superman or not, I just, <sighs> I really wish they had made Amanda t- uh, Steel 2 before they did uh, Batman to be Superman. Because I feel like that was, uh, I don't know, I wasn't the biggest fan of Man of Steel, but I didn't hate it. It was just, I understand what the movie did, I understand why it did it, but it wasn't, you know, it just, I was just middle of the road on it, you know, I was like, okay, so that, that happened. Um, But I really did enjoy Henry Cavill as Superman, so I was excited to see him as Superman again. Um, But then Batman v Superman happened, and I was like, what is this? What? What is going on? Why? And then Justice League happened, and I'm like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? Basically, I just need Henry Cavill to have one more movie where he can prove that, yes, like, he's a good Superman, he has got this, and in the hands of the right director, he will shine. But I'm hearing The Witcher is not great, and that he has, like, a horrible wig, and it's just... Uh, I just, I'm going to watch it, hold out judgment until then, but it doesn't help that I, I've read an article, they're like, it doesn't, it's not good. Anyway, so thank you for my side rant, if you enjoyed that, just, that's it, the episode's over, you enjoyed my side rant. And now, on to Disney+, Plus, which I'm, at this moment, I might as well just make a shrine to the mouse at this point, because... Friggin' 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 wow, okay. I'm trying not to cuss, okay? I'm trying to keep this as curse-free as possible. So, um, but pretty much the mouse owns my soul. It's almost like I signed my, like, my soul to the mouse, um, because I was spending way too much money at Disneyland, 
and I feel like I'm still spending more money on Disney-related things, but I mean, the mouse is our overlord and savior right now, so pff, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but, um, but it doesn't help that Disney Plus just hits me in that nostalgia bone, man. It's just, it's so nostalgic, all these Disney movies, and then you gotta make it even more nostalgic by putting the Disney afternoon shows for me, like, do you not understand how obsessed I was with those Disney afternoon shows? Like, DuckTales was my jam. Um, speaking of jam, also, Gummy Bears was, <laughs> was definitely my jam. Um, and, oh gosh, did I love Darkwing Duck. Just, let's get dangerous. Just, I can't, and that theme song though, Darkwing Duck theme song is still a bop, man. Just, when there's trouble, you call DW. It's just, I can't, it's so good, it's so good. Um, and then I just finished the DuckTales reboot, which has been the one thing that I've been obsessing. Um, I've been watching consistently for the past month. Um, I just finished it yesterday, and it's so good. I just want this show to be like an example of what people should be doing with reboots. It's, it's too good, it's so good. Um, I love what they've done with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They each have their own personalities. They, like, I can tell which one is which, and it's, it's great. It's great. I love that there is some story about their mother, because we never knew the triplets' mother, ever. Like, since Huey, Dewey, and Louie, like, who's their mom? You know? Just, it's always been Uncle Donald, Uncle Donald! You know, just, no. But, and I love that Donald is in this show more. Um, because they weren't able to use him a lot in the original show for reasons. Can't remember what those reasons were, but there was some legality to it. And, I mean, he he's more in this show than he was in the, that original one. So it's great to see him. Uh, I love David Tennant as Uncle Scrooge. It's so good. Just love that it's a Scotsman playing a Scotsman. It's good. And then they have the guest cast that they've got for this show is just... The talent they get for this show is so good, and the writing is clever and witty, and then the the nostalgia nuggets, I call them nostalgia nuggets, but they really should be Easter eggs, I guess, because that's what they are, but, um, but the Easter eggs they put in some of these shows is so great, and there's just one episode that talks about my fave, Darkwing Duck, that I just love the commentary that it has on reboots and grittiness and there's there's a character that clearly is supposed to be Christopher Nolan. It's just it's just the show is great. I just love it so much. Lin-Manuel Miranda as Gizmo Duck though is great. And I love that it's <laughs> I love that Fenton is Hispanic. It's just it's so great. And then his mom, I just I can't give this show enough props. I just I how much and I need a season three. I need a season three because I've just finished season two and how they left season two just made me happy. I'm excited. <laughs> um, but it's great. Um, but now I'm watching another show of mine that is like Disney Channel's version of X-Files, which is a show called So Weird. So if you've never heard of the show, let me break it down for you. Um, it is about this teenage girl named Fiona. She goes by Fee. Um, her mother is a musician. Uh, I don't want to say washed up musician, but it's implied. Um, who's kind of like on her kickback tour. But basically, um, the way that they handle how 
Fiona deals with these weird mysteries and encounters that because her mom's a musician she she goes on tour with her mom so it's like they travel from state to state city to city and when they're traveling to these cities weird stuff happens um basically Fiona or Fee I should say Fee because they call her Fee all the time uh Fee is basically the molder of this show and the Scully is her brother Jack so Jack is just skeptical about everything. He needs to have a logical explanation for everything. And then you have another character named <laughs> Clue. So, <laughs> how on the nose is that? His name is Clue. Um, who kind of just follows along with whatever Fee says. He's just kind of like, you say it's aliens? Alright, cool, it's aliens. Let's go see. Like, <laughs> like, Clue is just a ride or die at this point for, for Fee. It's just like, He's like, all right, I'll just, I'll go with it. Just, it's great. Um, but yeah, it's basically Disney Channel's X-Files. And they have, it's, it lasted for three seasons. Um, I remember watching all of them. But now I'm re-watching it, and now, like, my brain is, like, remembering a lot of these episodes. And remembering that I skipped some of these episodes. Or I haven't seen them at all, because it's like I didn't consistently... I watched the show, but I think there was, like, episodes I missed in between. Um, but it's actually a really good show. And, yes, it's cheesy. And then, yes, you'll kind of cringe at the 90s graphics of Fee's webpage. Because she has a webpage. That's her whole her whole deal is that she's a 13-year-old girl who's into the supernatural, paranorm paranormal, conspiracy theorists has her own website where people send her messages, bo you know, she's got message boards and chats and people send her photos of like, oh, did you see this weird, it's, again, when I was 13, Fee was kind of like my role model, I'm like, oh, I'm 13, I could go on the internet and, and do stuff, um, not, it just, anyway, I'm gonna stop, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> Basically, I finally got a computer and I was able to finally go on the internet for, like, myself. And, you know, and read a bunch of fan fiction of things like Harry Potter, because I was so into Harry Potter. Um, but anyway, uh, this show is great. Uh, season 1 feels more X-Files until you get to season 2. And then that one really gets more, like, mythical on you, so you get more, like, vampires. Uh, I don't remember if there was unicorns. I think there's mermaids in one episode. Honestly, I have to rewatch the season. Um, I'm not really looking forward to when I get to the third season, though, just because they replace Fee. Sorry if I'm spoiling it for anybody, but um, but they replace Fee with some new girl. I want to say her name is Alex. I don't remember. The only thing I remember is that she was blonde and she had this panther spirit guy that was like helping her through all this supernatural stuff that was going on with her. And I, I can't remember half of what happened um, throughout this season. And also, I think she was also a musician, so I remember her singing quite a bit on a few episodes. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's a show where if you look it up on Disney Plus and you're like, what the heck is this? I recommend seeing it, especially if you're an X-Files person. You might just enjoy what Disney was trying to do, kind of to appeal to the kids. It was 
kind of scary. I think I was really scared of the vampire episode a lot. And I do remember as a kid, Disney did like a top 10 scariest, so weird episodes. And that vampire one was number one. So because I remember being terrified for days about that episode because I think there was like like a ritual that was involved and Jack was almost about to die. It was like, it was some, it was a dire situation that episode and people could have been killed. Um, so yeah, but, um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend checking that out. I am trying to keep my voice at a weird range because I don't want to strain it because I'm also a little bit tiny sick. Um, and I have a sore throat so it doesn't help. <laughs> But yeah, so I've been watching that, um, I did watch two movies on there. Um, I watched Noelle, which had Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick, which is not a bad movie, but it's one, it's an entertaining movie at the least, but it's like, it's like, I guess it's like that Christmas season movie, like you could kind of bunch it in with like the Hallmark movies, because it's like, if you click on it, you know what you're getting. You know what you're getting into. You know that you're here to watch this cutesy, cutesy movie about Christmas and the holiday spirit, and I don't know, I enjoyed myself. It wasn't that bad, so I was like, I got a kick out of it, so I'm like, I'm not gonna hate it. Um, unlike the Lady and the Tramp remake that I saw, I did not like it. Um, I did not like it at all. Um, it was really shot for shot, so it gave me Lion King um, feelings of like, oh, I am watching basically the same movie, but different, different voices and, you know, different acting, and, um, I do like the fact that it was more inclusive, like, I do like that there were people of color that were cast in, like, these roles that really, like, honestly, I don't know, I just really enjoyed that part, where I was like, yeah, I get to see, like, just some people of color being, you know, like, high society, living in their own house, like, it just, I don't know, I just, well, I made that sound really bad, not what I meant, but just basically what I mean, it's like, it just, it felt pretty cool that it was like, I guess, in a way, think of it like Hamilton, like, obviously, you know, the characters that they're portraying, they're white, right, like, Alexander Hamilton, white guy, right, um, you know, Jefferson, white, Washington, white, but in Hamilton the musical, really doesn't matter that in real life they were white. You got a Puerto Rican playing Alexander Hamilton. You know, you got you got very a lot of people of color playing these people that are usually just white. And Lady of the Tramp was kind of like that. You would have expected an all white cast, but they decided not to do that. So I'll give the movie props for that. Um, but other than that, it just felt very boring and bland and. I mean, I'm glad they got rid of the Siamese song, um, but still, it's like, I don't know, they had cats that weren't Siamese, it was, I don't know, I didn't really like it. I do like Tessa Thompson and Justin Theroux, so they were, they were alright as far as being the voices, but at the same time, I'm like, it's shot for shot. I know what movie I'm watching, I could have just slept through the whole thing and not missed a single thing. Um, I do like that they made the, the terrier a Scottish lady instead of a dude. And then, of course, Sam Elliott as Old Reliable 
that's just really good casting, so I can't really be mad at that. That's just, it's good. But, um, but you're not missing much, so if you're curious about the remake, I mean, if you've seen the animated movie, it's pretty much what you're getting, but it's just bland. And then the, the good thing is that technically you can't really tell when the CGI kicks in and when the real dogs kick in, so they kind of blended that really well, so I'll give props to that. But, I mean, other than that, you're not really missing much. So, I mean, check it out if you want to, just if you're curious, but I, I would say you can kind of skip it and find something else to watch. Go watch the original one, or go watch Sword in the Stone, or, you know, go watch Black Cauldron, and then, and then be annoyed by that one character that's just got that really squeaky voice. Uh, I think it's Gertie? I don't remember what his name was, but he was... He had a really annoying voice. As I like Black Cauldron. Like it's one of those Disney, those Disney movies where you're like, I know everyone says this is not a good Disney movie. Like it's not their best animated one. However, I weirdly enjoy it. Like John Hurt as the Horn King. I mean, come on. And then I don't know. There was just something about the animation in that one too. It was just creepy looking and scary and you almost really do forget that it is, you know, Disney movie. Like it is like, da, 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 you know, like the, like the music that, like the logo that plays at the old Disney movies. But, um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I like Black Cauldron. People should watch it more. That one, that one needs a live action remake. That one is asking for it because again, not the best Disney movie. Live action wise, you can improve upon it, which I feel is like. I think that's what makes the any remake of these Disney live of these Disney animated classics should bring something new to it. Like I'm looking forward to the Mulan remake because it's not going to be exactly like the animated one, and I don't want it to be. Um, I want it it to, I want it to offer me something different. I want it to be, you know, maybe it'll be more culturally appropriate or, you know, accurate or, you know, I hear it'll, it'll stick more to, like, the story this time, you know, um, stuff like that. I do like the trailer that came out for it where it was giving me, like, the orchestration version of Reflection, which is cool. You know, I don't need a full-out musical. Um, I don't, even though I love the music from Mulan, it's probably my favorite, but I do like that they're like, no, we're, this is Mulan. It's Disney's Mulan. But, we're doing something totally different with it. And I would rather have that than exact shot-for-shot shot remake. Which is why I think the Jungle Book is still my favorite of the live-action remakes. Because it's different and it improves upon the animated one. I loved Shere Kong. Uh, what they did with Shere Kong in the live-action remake. I like that they, only, they did have some musical numbers, but it wasn't full-out musical numbers. You know, it was just that one scene with Baloo and Mowgli just flowing down the river and just, you know, singing like two dudes who make up a song. Like, I love that scene so much. It's still one of my favorites, so that's still my top one, followed by Cinderella. Because I do like, um, I do like that they added a little bit more to Cinderella. Like, it's, you know, like, they gave the prince more character. It's just, anything that can be improved upon in the remakes, these live-action remakes, I'm all for it. But if you're gonna give me shot for shot, 
I just, I don't know, it's just, it's, just, it's like I can just go watch the animated one, it's not doing anything for me. I mean, I'm not gonna judge you if you enjoy Beauty and the Beast or Lion King, um, but, you know, and of course there's a new generation that are growing up with these movies, so to them that's gonna be like their pinnacle of cinema, and I'm not gonna blame them for it, but it's like, don't forget, show them those remakes, but then be like, hey, you wanna see what came, you know, you wanna see where that remake sprouted from? These are the animated ones. Um, so yeah, I feel like if Disney's gonna keep going down this remake train, why not remake the ones that didn't do well for you? You know, give me live action, you know, Treasure Planet. Give me live action Atlantis and the Lost Empire. Like, come on. You have this, like, gold mine that you could just dig up, make, like, just make, remake those movies. Don't remake your very popular ones. Like, I'm not really sure I'm excited for The Little Mermaid. Um, you know, I just, I didn't, nobody's asking for it, but, I mean, that one's gonna happen no matter what, because it's gonna keep going. Um, but it's like, come on, at least pick some of your lesser-known titles, okay? Give me The Treasure Planet, give me Atlantis, give me Black Cauldron, you know, um, what's another one that they could remake that hasn't, that hasn't done so well? Uh, I really like Princess and the Frog, so you could remake that one too, even though I love the animated Princess and the Frog so very much, and it's such a good animated movie too, but nobody went to go see it, and that was like their last 2D animation before they switched and detangled, and, ugh, and you know that at some point, like, maybe after 2020, we are going to get, like, live action Frozen and live action Tangled if this trend continues. Not sure if I'm looking forward to any of that, but it's a thing that could happen. So, um, but yeah, this is <laughs> this whole thing has just been me being like, all right, Disney Plus, thank you for all this content. I'm so happy. Um, I do need to eventually get back to watching other things. Like, I should go be an adult and maybe finish watching The Good Place and start watching, like, you know, adult shows, you know, that are supposed to be aimed at my demographic and not this stuff. Um, but, yeah, that's really, <laughs> that's really all I gotta say. Um, I'm trying to keep these episodes kind of short, um, mostly for the sake of, like, real life because I don't usually have a lot of time on my hands to record an episode so this is actually the first time in a while that I've had time to even talk about it um but also I think the reason I even brought up Disney Plus was the fact that um that today because it is the 20th it's Star Wars so uh Rise of Skywalker came out um Hopefully I don't get spoiled, because last time I got spoiled for Force Awakens and I saw that death that that I shouldn't have seen, but it was in a gift form, so I mad at, I'm forever mad at the person who decided to make a gif of, like, spoiler alert, Han Solo dying. Just, why would you do that? Why? Um, so hopefully I don't get spoiled for it. Um, I am enjoying The Mandalorian a lot. That's pretty much, I think my number one reason for having Disney Plus, but, um, 
The Mandalorian is great. I love it so much. I mean, you can't hate Baby Yoda. Like, Baby Yoda is probably the best thing to happen in the Star Wars fandom quite a bit. And also, the Baby Yoda memes are so good. Um, and then also, they've got so many people in this in this show. And then Episode 7 just dropped on, um, on Wednesday, and I finally watched it today. And I was like, oh stuff happened and the cliffhanger and I don't want to spoil it for anybody but it just made me go give me that episode 8 now which is actually I think the last episode of this season um so a part of me is like give me that episode but also don't give me that episode because it'll be over so um yeah that's that's where I'm at but honestly I think I've gotten to a point with Star Wars where I think it will probably thrive a lot more in a television format, um, especially with how TV is nowadays. I think there's more opportunity in TV to to kind of spend time with these characters because I feel like these new movies, I don't hate them. Um, but it's been very hit or miss for me. Like Force Awakens, I was okay with. Last Jedi, I actually didn't mind Last Jedi. Um, I know there's a lot of people who hated the things that happened in Last Jedi, but I was like, I don't know, I like that it kind of thwarted my expectations of what a Star Wars movie should be. So it kind of just went, oh, okay, so you can kind of do that with a Star Wars movie. Um, I didn't know that, but I don't mind it. Um, but some people did mind it, so I feel like this Rise of Skywalker movie is just gonna, whatever Last Jedi established, Whereas the Skywalker is going to be like, let me just dry erase this. Let me retcon some of this. You know, some of this stuff that happened in Last Jedi. You know, just let me just, yeah, forget that. Forget that. Come into my bosom and be like, here's all the nostalgia feels you really want. I feel like that's what's going to happen. But who knows? I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe Rise of Skywalker will thwart my expectations as well. You never know. Um... I've been trying not to watch any, like, uh, non-spoiler re reviews. I, I want to go as fresh as possible, so I've also been avoiding um, any TV spots and stuff like that, or any, like, extra extended scenes, because I'm like, I really just want to see it as is, and, you know, no judgments from anybody else in the back of my mind. I just want to go in, watch it, then let my brain develop my own thoughts and opinions about it. Um, so who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, so hopefully, I mean, I'm optimistic about the future of Star Wars content. I think the Mandalorian really gave me, really gave me some hope, <laughs> pun intended. Um, I was going to say it gave me some new hope. Haha, uh -huh, that pun was also intended. Thank you. <laughs> if I don't laugh at my puns, who will? <laughs> um... But I think that the, the future of Star Wars content is TV. We're going to get the Obi-Wan series. We're going to get the Cassian Andor series. And I just feel like that's pretty much where we're going to kind of fall in love again with, with Star Wars, you know? Um, just because we have more time to spend, especially in TV nowadays, you have more time to spend with these characters to really get into their backstory and stuff like that. Whereas in these like two and a half hour films really don't get a don't get a lot of that and that's where I, f I feel like the new films are a little bit lacking is that I do enjoy some of these characters but I'm not really 
as invested in them as I should be. So, whereas in The Mandalorian, you know, The Mandalorian barely speaks, but I am so invested in this character, like, I want to know more. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's, maybe it's the whole mystery of him as well. But I'm like, I need more. Tell me more. Tell me everything about you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, if you have made it this far, congratulations. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really, I really do appreciate anybody that took the time to listen. Um, I'll probably make this a bi-weekly thing. Um, just to kind of dip my toe back into it. Because I, I was going to make it a weekly thing. But I feel like I need to set small goals for myself. So I'll make it a bi-weekly thing. Um, people are more than welcome to uh, send me a tweet at nerdprincess17. You can give me some suggestions of maybe what I should talk about. Or, you know, just stuff like that. I'm, I, Twitter is pretty much where I'm going to be. Um probably should have an Instagram. I'm just really bad at the socials, guys. Um, but I probably should, should try. I should try. Do or do not. There is no try. Wise words from a much older green alien who's not a cute baby. Um, but anyway, so until next time, guys, like I said, I'm a nerd. I'm a girl. I have ranted. Goodbye.